0: Welcome back to We Can Do Epic Things. This is the one where we feel included, uh, featuring the Office of Inclusive Education here in Douglas County School District in Nevada. Uh, this is Carly Strauss. I'm a professional learning facilitator here in Douglas County School District. And I have with me my co-host, Lindsay Bednar. Lindsay just finished a big race this weekend, so she's gonna tell us a little bit about
1: that. I did, yes. I ran uh the mammoth trail fest and it was a 50k so it was well i thought during the race it was going to be like 30 miles maybe 31 well then i'm at like mile 31 and a half still not at the finish turns out it was like 33 miles um and yeah it went well until mile 23 where i fell and i kicked a rock and caught myself with my face so if you could see my face right now the whole right side is looks like i kind of got in a fight with a cat yeah Um, more so than a rock and the rock won. So, um, yeah, but it was, it was good. It was a lot of fun. My head hurts now though.
0: We have to brag about Lindsay's finishing order. Lindsay, mm, tell
1: us how you finished this race with a scratched face. (laughs) I finished in in 10th place, uh, female. So, which is, I mean, it might not sound great, but like top 10 is a thing. That's yeah. It's a very competitive race. Um, it's like a golden trail series. Race, and so there's a lot of really fast people. I'm the fastest old person, which <laughs> I was excited about that. So I'm gonna be in a new age group next year, but I'm like at the end of my age group, and I was still the fastest old lady that finished. Oh so gosh, that's exciting! Uh, it's awesome, yeah. And I was actually, um, I taught kindergarten this morning, and I was teaching a, a lesson on writing a sentence, and this little boy goes, Oh, I. I can't write. I had this cut on my head. And he actually had a cut, like right where I have a cut, and he had a little butterfly and he points to it. And I was like, well, I have a cut on my head too, and I can write. And he goes, oh. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Ruined. Sorry about your luck. <laughs> the only perk to this little cut on my face today. so."
0: Yes. Well, we're going to do what we always do, which is introduce our uh, tribe of folks today by allowing them to tell us uh, two truths and a lie, where we will try to figure out a little bit about them uh, based on what they tell us. We haven't been good at this lately. Uh, no, we no. have not, I don't think it's going to
1: change. I don't think so, either. Let's see, Cheryl. Uh,
0: we have, First up is uh, Dr. Cheryl Mayfield. And Cheryl, wow us with your two truths and a lie. So I have... Um Less
2: problems with rocks and more problems with animals. So I'm going to actually give you a list of three animals, and I've actually been attacked by two of them, so you have to pick the one that is not accurate. Oh, this is fun. Um, So, possum, peacock, swarm of angry fish.
1: What? I don't know. I know that peacocks can be aggressive. Or maybe I just think that because when I was little, one flared up at me and made me nervous. I hope you never had an encounter with a possum. I'm thinking possum's you real, because think... why not? I mean, yeah, I think she's been attacked by a possum. So you sure. think possum? Oh, I think possum and peacock. So maybe the fish. Okay, but... Yeah, we'll go with what fish. You, Jeannie, what do you think? Is Do you know? I think I know.
3: I'm oh, I'm okay, so you that. don't guess. Amy, do out. you know? I don't know, but my, I'm going to go with the fish. Okay. If I had to guess.
2: Let's, let's go fish. So I have been attacked by a swarm of angry fish. <laughs> that was in the Bahamas. Oh. Um, I have been attacked by a peacock. Floyd Lamb State Park in um, Las Vegas. I have not been attacked by a possum. Oh, well, that's good. They're nasty.
1: I hope um, hope that stays true for you. (laughs) (laughs) Were you right? Did you know? The fish. I didn't know about the peacock. Oh, I'm scared to death of the fish. And
4: I don't, I'd never heard of the possum story, so I think I was good with that one. Oh, so you might have have known. I knew that, yes. Oh, okay. Okay. More questions to follow. I also grew up in Las Vegas, and so I was around the the peacocks. The peacocks are mean. Yes. I, they're
1: beautiful, but they they're mean. Beautiful. Wait, are they just wild down there? Um, at the Floyd Lamb State Park, there. Yeah. At the there's state, dozens park. and dozens of them. Dozens, dozens of them. Nasty yes. No, there's park one park. in Genoa, and I'm scared. <laughs> of yeah. You
0: should be there. There's a bunch of wild ones down by the golf course yes. uh, at really? the country club. Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, stay safe out there. I know. Yeah. Watch stay out stay for wait. the peacocks. <laughs> <laughs> there's a sentence I didn't think I'd say. <laughs> today. Seriously, stay away from the peacocks. All right. Next, we have Jeannie Dwyer. Jeannie, tell us. Your uh, two truths and a lie, and we will
4: we will try. All right. So I have been to Hawaii nine times. Mm. I got a passport for the first time recently. Really. And I got bit by a shark. Oh jeez. Oh.
1: Sharks Uh-oh.
0: true. Sharks true. Sharks true going with sharks true because somewhere along the line I think I remember a story about the shark biting this you. This is a theme and here I was with like the animals. No way. And then it
1: was like true. Um okay, passport so do you think Hawaii. the passport I think I want the Hawaii to be true for you. That sounds great. So, yeah, that sounds wonderful. Let's go with. I think passport is
0: not true. Okay, I'll go Hawaii nine times is not true. What do you we'll think, cover Amy? Our do you bases know? Here.
3: I, I I'm with Carly on the. I know about the shark attack. Yeah. Okay. Shark attack. Shark attack. Wait, <laughs> attack. Sounds fierce. Yeah, I think it was an listen, aquarium. Listen, but if any shark comes out of the water or its teeth touches you, it's an attack. That's an You're attack. Right? True story. What do you think, Cheryl? I know. Oh, you um, know. Okay. Okay. All right, Jeannie.
4: I have never been to Hawaii. <gasps> Seriously, I want to go so bad, and oh, I heaven. just have never been. And I know so someone with a condo. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: So I really want to go. Oh, that's um, I actually got a passport for the first time ever very recently last year. Oh. Um, I went to Mexico. Oh, um, oh that's right. Yeah, uh, Nuevo Vallarta, <clears throat> um, and so. Uh, And, yes, I was attacked by a shark
3: in Las Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) It all happens
0: in Vegas.
3: Maybe we should stay away from Vegas. Yeah, Yeah, what happens in Vegas
0: does not stay in Vegas because it comes to the podcast. Shark attacks
4: in
1: Vegas. Look out. So it
4: was a petting pool. There were uh, tiger sharks and and manta rays, and uh, it was a big, giant petting pool. And around the outer edges of the pool, you could stand around the pool and there was a lady there with a microphone, you know, welcome, telling you all uh-huh. about the Things. manta rays and the tiger sharks, and you know, if you just put one finger in when they swim by, you can gently touch them. Oh, please don't grab them. You know, don't pet them. Just kind of let them come by you, and as they come by you, you could touch them. I'm a total rule follower, so uh-huh. I teachers. yes, yes. So I put one finger in, and. this like two foot tiger shark swam by and bit my finger oh my gosh like suctioned onto my finger (sighs) where I threw my arm in the air and I screamed and I waved my arm around and the shark flew off and spun like three times (laughs) and splashed in the middle and the lady with the microphone like gave me the side eye and was like Just a reminder, please do not pick up the (laughs) sharks. And I was like, it just bit
0: me. (laughs) You said one finger. (laughs) Did you bleed?
4: I did. I had a circular cut. They look like little tiny razor blades in a circle all around my finger. And it was bleeding. And my husband was like, throw yourself on the floor. We yeah, have yeah. dinner. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get dinner out call. of this.
3: <laughs> we need <had to> calm. <laughs> I, I was like,
4: I just want to go home. I anyway. So, yeah, yeah it, that was interesting. Oh. So I really got bit by a two foot tiger shark in Las Vegas <laughs> at the I mean, Mandalay Bay. The lady wow. didn't say, like, all right, everybody Vegas. take your
1: hands out. Like, no. no.
4: In fact, we went back a few years later and it was gone. So mm. I'm guessing that happened to more people <laughs> yeah. than just me. And maybe right? the wrong person. That yeah. shark was not yeah. happy being in no. there
1: in the no. pet pool.
4: And I think a lot of people grabbed them as they went by. People aren't role followers. They don't no. listen. Yeah, yeah. well, Rough, I can see a kid,
1: like, grabbing a tail yeah. or a yeah. fin. Yeah, kids.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kids yeah.
1: are wild, we know. Kids are wild. Um, wild.
0: So and up yeah. next, we have Amy Kidman Delaney, again, back for a command from performance. You're our only
1: repeat
4: guest. So far, the
0: only nice. repeat
4: guest. Sweet. Amy wears a lot of
1: hats. She does. This mm-hmm. is true. This girl Her job title, too. it's long. And it's I'd great. ask her the other day. I'm like, can, what is it? It's like, there's a lot here.
3: There's a lot going on. A lot here. Um, last time, Amy stumped us a little bit, so we're feeling like we'll probably blow it again today. No, I don't know, you guys. Okay, so... Um, I have ridden in a hot air balloon uh, across the Carson Valley before. Mm. I have killed a rattlesnake with my bare hands. <laughs> what? And when I grew up as a little girl, my family actually owned butcher shops around the Tahoe area. Oh. I
4: see. It's the S word. With your bare hands. You didn't <laughs> do that. I, I, no. Mm-mm.
1: I want to know how. No. Nope. Um, that's but I also I knew you grew up in Tahoe, but I don't know about yeah. the butcher shop. I would say I think the hot air balloon thing is true. Okay, I feel like it's true too, but then I'm trying to
0: remember. We've talked a lot about hot air balloon. We've balloons talked a recently. lot.
1: I say no butcher shop. That's the lie, and you say this a snake. What do you think, Cheryl? Snake. I say no on the hot air balloon.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, we got a mixed bag. We do. I love it. We do. All right. The lie is the snake. Oh. I I it. did not kill it with my bare hands. My husband, actually, we came across one while we were hiking in the Mm-mm. middle fork um, before, and he actually shot it because it was literally yeah. two feet away. He did not see it. He assured me. Don't worry, I'll be in front of you. And we had our fishing poles where we would prod because it was all covered in oak leaves. And so he said, don't worry, if there's a snake, I'll see it first. Well, guess what? Nate did not see it first. I saw it and he could not place it and so anyway luckily we had something to protect ourselves because usually when there's one there's more um so we got away from that one but we could not get by we were on a very narrow part of the trail where we had to we weren't waiting for it to leave we had oh to gosh. get it out of the way so no. wow yeah all right like, i'm nervous just That's thinking terrible. about that. i know that. i do not I'm sweating love, love the mm, snake mm, yeah.
1: no thank the you the animals in this podcast yep. yeah i mean
3: yeah. and yes to there are the shops Lindsay. Kids. I didn't leave it that. or not, we, yes, Carnelian Bay, Tahoe City, and Truckee. Wow. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling that was true.
0: There you go. Yeah, there you go. All right. Excellente. Uh, now we can get to the real meat, which is the, your, your real, like the way you would really introduce yourself to someone. <laughs> and we're going to start with Jeannie on this one. Uh, Jeannie, tell us a little bit about how you got here to
4: where you are today. So I... I've always wanted to be a teacher. My whole life, yeah, yeah. I was that little kid who mm-hmm. would line up the stuffies you know, at the table and put the books out and play school. Yeah. I tried to get my brother to play, but he that wasn't happening. Um, so um, I always wanted to be a teacher. I always struggled in school, and so it was. My parents thought it was funny that I wanted to be a teacher. Um, because I struggled they were like why do you want to do something for a living that is hard for you right and so I just I, I really loved all my teachers I'm not sure they loved me but I loved them mm-hmm. and um, when I was in um, high school part of my community service for church was I had to teach religious education to adults with disabilities intellectual disabilities mm-hmm. and I just I had so much fun doing that I just I, I loved working with them and I thought you know what I think I want to be a special education teacher and so um Fast forward I graduated from high school I applied to UNR I talked to my advisor I told her I wanted to be a special education teacher and she told me oh no no you um, you're gonna want to fall back on something you're gonna want that general education experience too so she talked me into a dual major elementary education and special education Mm, and um, I actually wish all teachers had both right right I think it's a great thing to have but I have At that time, my ultimate goal was to be in charge of special education someday. I wanted to be in charge of the change, and I wanted to um, help kids who struggled in school. And so um, this is, I don't know, that's kind of the, fast track of how i landed here and tell us your job title i don't know if we said that oh i this is a title i it might not be as long as amy's Mm -hmm. um but i am the um executive director of inclusive education um and so uh we changed our name um from special services to inclusive education two years ago um because we're trying to change the narrative of of what we do and how we educate and who we're here for. Yeah. We're here Excellent. for all students. Yeah. Um, labels are terrible. They're they really are. bad. Yeah. I put
0: that um, on my list of stop doing things we should stop doing in schools. I would like to stop labeling kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would yes. be a, a high up on my things to get rid of quickly. But um, Me too
1: that's yeah, that's good. Uh, thanks. Uh, yeah. Cheryl, tell us oh well You can introduce yourself, tell us your job title, and then um, a little bit about you and how you ended up in Douglas County. So I am Cheryl Mayfield. I'm the Assistant
2: Director of Inclusive Education. Um, I'm a recent transplant here. I've been here just about a year now. I came up from Clark County. Um, After 25 years there, I was ready for a change and for a move, and I looked at specifically the state of Nevada, and I saw that Douglas County had... Uh, an opening for an assistant director and I looked into this community and couldn't imagine being anywhere else yeah, just was nice. absolutely sold and what was your job prior to this I was a special education instructional coordinator Oh, well, that's a name Clark County mm-hmm. so I was I was at, it's basically the same position just under the director but just with a yeah. different name yeah and you are just recently like the kids are here now and like, yes my boys they... are 13 and 9 and they are in eighth grade at Carson Valley Middle School and in fourth grade at Jack's Valley. Oh, I know. I'm so excited to have them here. Oh, I
0: know. Yeah. And um, Amy, we've, we've talked about yeah. your path to getting yes, here. Um,
3: is there anything else you want to tell the, the crew about your career? I, I don't think so. I, it's just, it's something new every day, yeah. which I like. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I work with a group of great people so I'm fortunate and I, I enjoy working here in Douglas County and um, I like Jeannie also have a dual degree in elementary and special education and so it was I started my career in elementary ahead and then when I moved down here to Douglas I've been in special education ever since so this is my 16th year yeah. in that in that world which yeah. is awesome
1: yeah and Jeannie I love that you knew that you wanted to be a teacher I think yeah. we've it was a, it's a weird um, trend that a lot of people we've interviewed lately. I said like I never wanted to be a teacher. I never was going to go into education, and here they are. But you knew from from the start, that's that's awesome. always, yeah.
0: That's yeah. awesome.
3: Yes. Yeah,
0: it's it's funny. It's it two is. camps because that's the other camp is and, the people that were from day one, never ever wavered from that thought of just I'm going to be a teacher.
4: Mm-hmm. And you know? I honestly can't think of. Any other job right. for me, this is what I was meant to do.
0: I have thought a lot about that. Like, I'll just be driving and be like, see the jobs people are doing. and like, maybe I should have done that. And then I'm like, nope. Yeah, no. And then I'm okay. like, no, not that either. Like, yeah. I can't find one that I would rather do than the one that I've done in school. So. Yeah, people tell me about their
1: jobs, I'm like, not for no. me. No, thank you. Not that Even one. when
0: you're like, cool, florist. And then I'm like, no, that's no. just not for me. Landscaper. Maybe when I'm retired. No. no. Done that. That didn't work out for me. <laughs> That's true. So one day. That was my shortest career. One day. Yeah. So anyhow, um, thank you for sharing that. Um, One thing that I think is really important to this uh, conversation about the Office of Inclusive Education is what's your why? Why do you do this work? Um, And you kind of started maybe to share that. Jeannie, could you tell us more about your
4: why? I think my why mostly is because I struggled in school. Mm -hmm. I was not good at school. Um, I didn't like school. I was bored, or had too much energy, or couldn't pay attention, or I'm sure there's lots of names for all of that, but I was never diagnosed with anything. Mm -hmm. Um, My first grade teacher used to make me stand in the middle of the room and act like a clown because if no I wanted way. to act like a clown, that's where I needed to do it, was in the middle of the, the kids. And then they would all laugh, and she'd ask me oh if I was gosh. done. Oh and I would gosh. go sit down, right? Wow, different times. Yes, different I was that times. kid that was different. in the hall. Yeah. I, was you spent a pair. Mm-hmm. Um, I was grounded for most of my track breaks when I was a kid, because mm. my grades were so bad.
3: Mm, I, I can just relate.
4: really, really struggled in school. And so I think that is what, made me want to be in education because Even I knew more. I wasn't dumb I mean I knew I could do it mm-hmm. I just didn't know why I couldn't pay attention to it right and so I I basically taught myself how to focus and pay attention because I didn't want to be in trouble <laughs> right. didn't want to be the client embarrassed yeah because that's you were awful. a rule follower <laughs> as well, yeah. well yeah, yeah So I love that that
1: school my was why. hard
4: yeah. and yeah, yeah.
0: That's very cool.
4: I can yeah. remember classes in college where that's the other thing. When I grew up, there was only one way to do things. Yes. Teachers taught to the middle of the class, and there was only one way. And one so, way. yeah, I remember when I went to college. When you go to college to become a teacher, they teach you all the ways or how yeah. you can teach in multiple ways, right? A multimodality, yeah. right? Um, and I, it was like this huge aha for me, and I was so excited to be able to to help our our students that struggle.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So great, so great. Um, Cheryl, what's your why? It's
2: it's really about advancing our kiddos with disabilities. Mm -hmm. They don't need to be hidden in the in the corner classroom and kept away from our other students. Mm -hmm. It's really increasing their inclusion in society and mm-hmm. in the yeah. classes and in the grocery store. And it's increasing that level of acceptance because for the longest time, people were scared of people with disabilities because they just never saw them.
4: Right, right yeah, and when I say, They're
2: just kids, they're just kids, mm-hmm. and they play together, and to see them out on the playground is like the most heartwarming thing for me. Mm-hmm. So that alone is, is why I do the work. Agreed.
0: yeah.
2: That visibility, that's- mm-hmm. It's good it, for all kids, not mm-hmm. just our kids with disabilities, but every student and every person in the community, your lives are yeah. enriched by knowing people who are the same as you, and people who are different than you. Mm-hmm. And and getting to see that acceptance yeah. every day, it warms my heart. So good,
1: yeah. Nicely said, I like that. Yes. Amy, anything you wanna add in? Feel free, we know you've been on here yeah. before, but okay. if there's have, anything you wanna add in. of whys. Okay. 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 I, I do have <laughs> I a lot of whys,
3: and actually I was just, that's funny you said that because my why has probably changed over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started out, it was to help people and then help children and then it just keeps evolving. And right now I would say my biggest why is for the advocacy piece. I wanted to help students who had trouble advocating for themselves and I wanted to teach them how to do that appropriately and get what they needed and then now I'm trying to also mimic that because I'm no longer working directly Mm -hmm. with students in classrooms Mm -hmm. but with teachers and so you know there's a way we can advocate for the things we need and we we have to have to do our jobs effectively and efficiently and so um, and stand up for each other because we just need to all be a coherent group um to help move the work that we're doing to what's best for kids forward. So can't do it alone. No way. No.
1: That's
3: a theme.
0: That is
1: definitely a theme. Yes. Um, And so Jeannie, you touched on this a little bit earlier that you the name has changed to you you three are the Office of Inclusive Education. Um, So and feel free, anyone can jump in. Just kind of tell us like what is the Office of Inclusive Ed. what does that look like uh in relation to epic learning i know um Jeannie, you went down to phoenix to the modern teacher conference and kind of had an aha there um, so tell us a little bit about your office the work so i said this before we used
4: to be special services and um i did not i don't agree with there were a couple reasons special services what what's special about it right why are we special and then the other thing that was happening is um people were referring to students with disabilities as the special ed kids mm. and so that yeah. bothered me right and yeah. so yes. basically it was any student that we were we supported in our office became a special ed kid and that was just we don't like to refer to people by their labels right it's people first mm-hmm. and so that was a big reason why we changed our name, yeah. and that's, you know, you have we have to growing pains are hard because now we have people saying the inclusive ed kids,
3: oh, <laughs> which
4: isn't quite <laughs> yeah. right either, but at least it's better than the sped kid, right? Mm-hmm. So right. we're we're making baby steps this yeah. direction. Small so gains, inclusive education. The other reason why we we um, have that name is because. We work with students that have IEPs. We work with students that have a 504, so mm-hmm. maybe just special accommodations. Um, they don't really need specially designed instruction. We work with students that are gifted and talented, mm-hmm. and so we work with all students. Students. We also do a lot of work in our department with education services, mm-hmm. um, and we support them We, mm-hmm. we in PDC. Yeah. So really, it's not about we don't just work with students with disabilities we work with all students and Mm -hmm. we wanted our our name to reflect that Mm -hmm. and so um i believe that special education is differentiation right it's Mm, it's inclusion it goes back to what i talked about when i was a kid that the teacher taught to the middle of the class and didn't care about the kids that were missing it or the kids that were bored because they were far above yeah, it and yeah. needed enrichment right then right. so we talk a lot with our teachers and our related service providers um, about what does differentiation look like yeah. and um, how how do we teach all the students in the class where they're at right how do we approach them from where they are how do we provide for voice and choice in differentiation and how are we how do we work with students directly to help In their areas of need, and we're seeing more and more students coming to us. That, I mean, as a kindergarten teacher, Mm -hmm. Lindsay, you would see that we have students that are coming to us now that maybe aren't aren't toilet trained or only have certain you know words for communication or can't mm-hmm. write because they have a scratch on their head. Yeah. You never know, you right? You never know what so. the case could be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a variety of so, things. So yeah. as teachers, we need to be more equipped to reach all students. And I think that's why Epic is so great. And we went yeah. to the conference in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so excited because we went to an elementary school, and we walked into a classroom, and there were so many students and d- adults. There was, I don't know, a handful of adults doing different yeah. things. And you didn't know who was who. I didn't yeah. even know who the teacher was. Right. I'd I had asked ask someone. I was like, what, what's your role? <laughs> <didn't> know what <laughs> yeah. You know you yeah. know. And you can't ask the kids who's your teacher because they point yeah. to all of them. They yeah. don't know. And so it was the speech pathologist and the occupational therapist and the resource teacher and the general education teacher. And then there was a paraprofessional supporting there for a student, but you didn't know who Which, they were there mm-mm. for, who they were really supposed to be making sure was safe. And so... I just thought that was great to walk Mm -hmm, into a classroom, see kids doing so many different things. It was, and it was, it wasn't chaotic. It wasn't loud. Everybody was doing what they were supposed to be doing, and there was the support staff supporting, and I just thought, we can do this.
1: Right. We can do this.
4: Yeah, you saw a vision of what inclusive
0: education really could look like. That's neat. Exactly. And I think when I was just listening to you, the thing that came to my mind was that idea of... If if a student had an individual edu- individual education plan or whatever an IEP, there they were then someone else's responsibility to meet those goals or do those things. And what I'm hearing you say is, no. In fact, what what we're really talking about is all kids are our kids, and some yes. kids have more people and some kids have fewer people, but they're all our kids, and that's the idea of office of inclusive it rather than it be oh, this is now someone else's responsibility, and not mine. Mm-hmm.
1: No, no, all kids are all peoples. And let's meet them where they are and then help them grow from there. Yeah, I love Not, you know, these kids are gonna go over here, take this, I'll do this. Like, no, it's all yeah. of our kids.
4: It kind of goes back to what Cheryl was You're saying. Right. Like her why, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been common for students with severe disabilities to be put in a different place. Yes. Or, you know, but, um, out of sight, right? Mm-hmm. And um, we have found that including kids uh, are you know students at all with all ability levels yes. have it. it's so powerful because all kids can learn everybody can learn yes. everybody can learn I don't care what I is agree. going on but there's something you can do and why don't we just work together to give all kids a chance so I
3: agree. sometimes yeah. you know the kids are the ones who learn from each other best that's what I right. found and honestly the kids teach us a lot of things and so they're allowed to do those things in the classroom to show that it's a beautiful thing
0: for real for real um we uh love to go with a rapid fire uh which is just three quick questions you don't have to explain yourself or anything you can just say what you think um and that's in education what should we keep doing stop doing and start doing those three things Um, And you don't have to answer all of them, but just a a chance to say, I think we should do this, stop this, start this kind of idea. Um, Cheryl, do you have something we should keep doing, start doing, or stop doing? So one of the things I think we should keep doing is being
2: reflective on our practices Mm -hmm. and looking to see what's working and what's not. Um, Stop doing is the teaching to the middle. It doesn't work, it doesn't help anyone. Um, And What should we start doing is just making sure we're putting the fun in our our lessons. Just making sure that we, we have
0: have those least Easter eggs throughout the day for kids to have a little bit of fun right like it's okay and teachers to do that to have fun and teachers too have forgotten that this is supposed to be kind of fun you know it's intense the pressure is high for adults mm-hmm. in schools and kids and
1: I think you're right that idea of having a little fun we learn when we're having fun yeah and in the classroom every day there's always something that oh happens very like if you just think back, you're like, "Wow, that was kind of ridiculous," yeah. <laughs> and it might give you a little laugh. Yeah, for in real. In the midst of all the other hard things that are happening in the day, but yeah, learning we need to have can some fun and should be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Jeannie, keep doing, stop doing, start doing.
4: Keep, we should keep looking at change. I I just think we can't keep. We can't do things the same because we think that's what's worked yes our world is yeah. changing and i think we need to constantly be looking at change and adjusting and um i don't know just keep looking at best practices and keep
1: mm-hmm. evolving
4: yeah. evolving yeah. Yes. yes yeah i think it was yes. shannon
1: that said uh, did he reference the iphone Oh, um, and how like there's like they're on the iphone 15 now like it just came out imagine if they stuck with like the iphone one, one? It like was. come yeah. on, yeah. you know, yeah. we have to change. Yeah. yeah, we don't have blackberries. It was Palm,
0: Palm, Palm Pilot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. remember yes. the Palm
4: Pilot? Oh my gosh, the little flip razor. Yeah, yes. My mom's kind of like this.
0: She will wait. Not it
4: works. Let
0: my dad get another one, and those are hard to come by. Oh. Now, when he goes and like tries to get her a new phone, they don't even want to give you one of those at like the Verizon store or whatever. They don't have any, probably. Do they?
1: I mean, they still work. Yeah. Wow. She's funny. Jeez. she's
0: for another day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um stop. stop.
4: Yeah. We Doing. should stop labeling oh, students. Preach. That is my soapbox. Thank it you. It drives me crazy. Yeah. It's people first. It should always be people first. So I stop labeling. Label labeling causes uh people to judge. Mm-hmm. And yes. I just think it's and I get Not how helpful. it started
0: historically, and I, funding, and I get all the reasons why it exists, but I, I do see the detriment of that for sure.
4: Yeah, I mean, we are licensed as special education teachers or general education right. teachers. So let's change and make it so all teachers have to have a dual, and you're licensed as a teacher, right? I mean, I right. And there's that so would make a lot of sense.
0: Many kids with so many differences, and right? No yes. needs.
4: Yeah, needs so all many the things,
0: needs. Yeah. yeah. That, mm-hmm. Anything we should start doing?
4: Uh, start doing. I think we should start uh, listening to the students more, I, listening to their needs, listening to their voice. I yeah. know listening a lot. To how they feel. Yeah. I think we 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 do to them. We teach to them, right? And I think that we really need to allow for more voice um, from our students. Yeah. Within reason. True. You know yes. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. yeah. It's not a free for all, but, right. yeah.
1: but and they do know.
4: They have an opinion about things. They do. Know.
1: And to go with that, we actually asked some students to come up with a would you rather. So oh. if you've listened to the podcast, you know, we have a book, we have a little bag with some would you rather's, but yes. we thought, why not ask kids? Because can you imagine their would you rather's? And we have a lot. We have a lot here. We have a whole stack paper, of note cards. Yeah. Um, and they are from, who are they from, uh, We're
0: going to shout out to Jana Davison's uh, class at Minden Elementary, third graders wrote us some Would You Rathers. We're going to shout out to Bernadette uh, Leonis-Fritzen's uh, class of second graders that wrote mm-hmm. us uh, some Would You Rathers and Anastasia Almeida's first graders, at, all at Minden Elementary School that wrote us some Would You Rather questions. Um, so I, I was just flipping through. I don't even know this um, one.
1: I'm a little nervous.
0: And I, I love this, um, it says on here, it's a third grader um, from Madison, in third grade. And um, her question is, um, she has a couple, but I'm gonna start with her first one. Would you rather
1: be invisible or be able to fly? Oh, oh uh, I think invisible. Able I to fly. fly. Fly? Absolutely. What do you think, Jeannie? I'm okay. afraid of heights. <laughs> so, so probably to invisible. Hard no on the flying. Yeah, it's definitely
4: invisible. I always thought invisible.
0: I actually thought about this kind of thing. I don't know what this is a strange place in my head, but I thought about this, and I always thought it was invisible. And then I realized I don't know that I would want to see and hear the things I would see and hear. That's true. And so I was like, maybe flying.
1: Maybe I'd rather fly. I want the invisibility cloak that Harry Potter had. That one, yeah. Yeah. i don't i'm not down with the heights going in the hot air balloon realized mm, this is not for me no, and i don't me. like birds yeah. <laughs> so like i don't want to be up there with them so, so he's not flying mm-hmm. anywhere. invisible yeah.
0: all the way invisible is there another away. one um yes um actually uh oh this one's a tough situation i'm going to see if there's a name on this there isn't um also guessing from mrs davison's class however um would you rather have a million mosquito bites or a couple wasp stings?
1: Ooh. Oh, that's easy. A couple wasp stings. You think
4: so? Yes, yeah, so I think I was covered in a million mosquito bites once, and I thought <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to be admitted to the hospital. I was gonna lose
1: my mind. Ooh. So itchy. Yes. yes. Cheryl, what do you think? I'm gonna go with the wasp. Wasp, yes. Amy. Same, wasp stings. Yeah, I think Ugh. I'm gonna go, what do what you think? I'm Harley? going mosquitoes. Really? Oh. I am
0: so allergic to um, wasps. Like uh, I like Arnold Schwarzenegger up. is what I look like. Wherever I got stung, like the whole body part swells to giant size. I got I one in it, my you pant leg No, it doesn't cause my throat, but no, like I got one in a pair of like wraparound pants coming home from the beach in Tahoe one day and like stung me twice. And Mm -hmm. my leg, you should have seen the size of my leg. (laughs) And then it's so itchy. It feels like a million Mm -hmm. mosquito bites. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm just going to go with bring on the mosquito bites. Oh, okay. Um, You're the sole mosquito. Yeah, I know. I'm a wasp. Mm. But a
3: million? million I know, it's a lot.
0: A million is a big number, but I can do
1: hard things. It's (laughs) fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah, you can. In
0: pretend world, I'm going
1: to go mosquitoes. You know, it's fine. Well, those are good ones. Um, I can't wait to hear more about. Um, what the students are oh, for? Yeah. Would you rather?s We've got some good ones coming up.
0: There's, it's there. Kids, kids are great. Are the best.
1: Um, speaking of kids, yeah, we like to end with, uh, you can't make this up, because in this profession, I mean, at the end of the day, you're like, wow, I really had to say that, or that really happened to me, but. Mm-hmm. The strangest things happen. There's so a lot
0: of judgmental folks out there that think about schools as places where you know, like you should just be able to teach kids, and then you're like, and then this happens in my daily world that I have to mm-hmm. make a decision or on a the fly. Um, you know, I can't write because I got a scratch above my eye. It happens and you know it happens. I'm going to tell my boss. That. Teach,
1: so should I tell Shannon that? that yeah, I, I, I can't <laughs> work today. I have a cut. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. do you have a story of oh, yeah. something I, I have wild? So many stories! I bet. Oh my gosh! Yes. Um,
4: and I've listened to these podcasts, yeah. and you've had some Doozies. great stories. Doozies. Yes, um, I I have so many. It's so hard, but I was pretty new to teaching um, at an elementary school, new to this elementary school, um, and we had a program for students with autism. They only. That was their primary disability, and um, we were working on um, getting them out into their general education classrooms and being included. And so one day I'm in class, and uh, the fire alarm goes off. And I, as a teacher, you're always like, please, please don't let that be one of my kids. Please don't let yeah. that be <laughs> You know, the principal always tells you when you teach a class with students with disabilities, the principal always gives you a heads up, like, hey, we're going to have a drill oh, today yes. because your kids will lose their minds and we want to be hard. able to prepare them yeah. or maybe even just start, like, start our way out. outside when we know about when it's going to go, just to kind of not mm-hmm. to be such a shock, right? So... We get outside, and I, I, you know, we're asking, "Did you know about this? Was this a surprise? Did you know? Did you know? No, no, no." So, it turns out it was one of my students, oh. and he didn't just pull the fire alarm; he pulled it and then he twisted it and broke it off, and so oh. the fire department could not turn the alarm oh, no. off. Oh my god! So oh, my the god. entire school <laughs> was outside for. <laughs> Uh, the whole school day. This happened yep. in the morning. Oh my And so goodness. finally in the afternoon, like they had to bring kids lunches out I, and there were kids it's like, day. it's so loud and yeah. there's that strobe light oh, that yeah. blinks. So that's like, couldn't nightmare. bring the kids no. back in the school. Mm-mm. And, uh, yeah. So we finally, <sighs> the end of the oh day, day the God. firemen got to turn off. They turned the alarm off, but the strobe lights wouldn't oh my um, oh. go off. So we had to cover the strobe lights in our classroom. And because it was the end of the day, we were able to pack it up. But we literally spent the entire day outside (sighs) because one of my students (laughs) broke the fire alarm lever. That's a form of
1: torture, like strobe light and that noise. But that's not anything like when you go to your college classes. That you're, oh, here's your lesson plan. Here's how to write a lesson plan. And mm-hmm. by the way, mm-hmm. one of your students might pull a fire alarm. You will yeah. spend six months. And twist and a half it and break it. It's not just a pull and, like, all right, let's put With it back.
0: 500 kids or 800 kids mm-hmm. or however many oh kids gosh. were in your school at yes.
4: the time. It's about 800. Right. What all happened? outside. Yep. Was it, wait, was this in Vegas? No, no. Oh. no. So are you sweating? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually. It, it was in Reno, and it wasn't. It was. It was actually. Um, it was a little cold, but it wasn't. Okay. Like, it was snowing reasonable. or raining. Right. Thank or, goodness. Not like the teacher who all the kids took off
1: their snow boots. Oh yeah. And yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. And then had to go outside. Yeah. Yes. Right. Wow. Yes. That's that strong. It's a strong friend to yeah. pull and out twist out.
3: it. You can't make that up. Wow, Amy, yep. do you have a? <laughs> i like, Jeannie, also have several um, Yeah. I'm going back and forth right now which one I want to use but I think, okay, I'm going to go back to my student teaching days and we didn't have a substitute in one of the other classes so of course they called and said oh, they called my lead teacher told her that they needed my help in a different classroom for that day so when I realized which classroom I was going to, I was a little mortified I'm not going to lie um, there were lots of things going on in that classroom um, and lots of contraptions that I wasn't familiar with for kids to use. And so I'm in the classroom trying to get a lay of the land and there were other professionals in the room as well, but um, not, they were not teachers. And so all of a sudden, um, as I'm talking to one of the adults in the room, I, I turned around because another something grabbed my attention and a student took off running through the classroom. And at this time, uh, they were still allowed to have, uh, for lack of a better term, like a hammock for students Mm -hmm. to sit in or lay in. Well, it was like hooked up on top of itself so it wasn't fully laid out. Mm -hmm. It was like folded on itself to be out of the way. Well, this uh, particular student that was running through the classroom got her braid stuck in there oh, yeah. oh. while she ran through the classroom, and it ripped the entire no. braid out of her head. Oh. oh my gosh. And it was literally hanging from the hammock. Oh. And I <laughs> was thinking, oh, I'm, I'm not never sh- going to finish my student teaching. Yeah, I'm why yeah, doing this. Why is it, I've been in yeah. here five minutes. I'm trying to figure how this works in here. And, and you're fired. Now I'm fired. I like yes. Student teaching, automatic fail. Mm-hmm. But that's you not know, to find a new what happened. Wait, luckily, did she scream? Oh yes! I mean, it was. Ooh. We had to. It was bleeding. Yes, I um, imagine. Because oh my it, gosh! Yeah, luckily, it wasn't a very large braid, but the where the braid attached to the scalp, it the whole thing came out. It was oh still gosh. braided like oh, it cow. was hanging from the hammock in the classroom, <laughs> and so oh my gosh. can't make this up. You guys can imagine the next call to the principal mm-hmm. after that one yeah. so and then the parent anyway, how do you call the a parent, parent be like we just turns you out you want to know what we had to say we just had to be 150 yeah. percent honest and laid it out exactly how it happened and the parent was you know i mean she was not greatly appreciative and happy that it happened but she, luckily she was one that understood um understood mm-hmm. her child and sometimes how they had a hard time controlling themselves and in mm-hmm. certain places and times, oh, so there's that. Everybody. I wonder if that's one of that little. Truths and
4: lies. <laughs> well, Do you, you think Paula she was, tells that? Yeah, story? one time I was running through class and yeah. my break got ripped off by a hammer. <laughs> and people
0: oh, like, that's a lie. Yeah, they're yeah. like 100% So that did not
3: Maybe that's why those aren't allowed in classrooms <laughs> anymore. <laughs> maybe, Ooh. maybe. There's well, like, um, yeah. So. You really oh can't make this up. No well, we really thank can't. you
0: so much for the work you're doing for all students.
1: Um, thanks for being here today on We Can Do Epic Things. Okay. Don't forget to subscribe, like, follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast.
0: We are almost, to, we're over 800 listens, Lindsay. Stop. Keep listening, everybody. What? We're gonna get a 1,000 people, people—a 1,000, not people, it's not people, but listens, listens. very soon, I think. Um, so that's gonna be exciting. Yep. <laughs>